This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jones is going to pass. Looking for Barkley. Diving to the pylon. In for the touchdown. What an effort by Saquon Barkley to get the score. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Uh, Saquon Barkley, part of the Giants' big-time comeback this past Sunday in the desert against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, The New York football Giants will not have the services of Saquon Barkley uh, coming up tomorrow night, Thursday night, on the road at the San Francisco 49ers. And as we told you on the show yesterday, like Brian Dable can say all he wants. Saquon's going to be a game-time decision. There is no planet in no universe multi or otherwise, in which Saquon Barkley was ever playing in the game tomorrow night. It was never going to happen, and uh, as such, they rule him out a full 24 hours before the game. That that happened fast, right? Game-time decision to ruled out, like, 30 hours before the game starts. Yeah, I think that probably is more in line with, you know, the sprained ankle injury report on a short week on the road. It's, it's not just Saquon Barkley, though, Ken, that's out for the New York football Giants. Also ruled out on Wednesday— Left tackle Andrew Thomas, starting guard Ben Bredesen, and pass rusher Aziz Ojolari. Also, the Giants have zero sacks this season. Zero in two games, and now missing one of their better pass rushers. That sounds bad against the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, that offensive line and all the weapons they've got now, San Francisco may be without the services of star-wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. The team saying he will be a true game-time decision coming up tomorrow night. We will get to the Niners and the Giants on Thursday night, the movement on side, the movement on the total. All the games coming up on Sunday. We'll talk about injury news in Green Bay. We'll talk about whatever the hell's going on in Chicago as the Bears get set to take on the Chiefs in Kansas City. But we want to remind our live audience, five amazing guests coming up on the show as we move along. Rob Bazola, Brian Baldinger, Will Brinson, the Bear Chris Felica, and Eric Eager. An amazing, wonderful football Wednesday lineup for you, our wonderful listeners and viewers. But for now, all the line movement your little heart could ever desire for week three in the National Football League, it is. It moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. Uh, it's different on the Wednesday before week three. Football leagues. I gave you all the injury information there for the Giants and the 49ers as we're about, oh, 29 hours from kickoff uh, for week three, Thursday Night Football in Bruce the County. Bay Area. Uh, I am, because I really like it. Uh, Ken, what can you tell us here, side and total, for the Niners and the Giants on Thursday night? Uh, not a ton of movement, but just worth noting that uh, when this opened Niners minus 10, the, the first move in the game was up. And we guessed on Monday when we talked about this game that that was going to be 
people trying to to bet 10 thinking Saquon definitely wouldn't play and maybe the line would close a little more than that or just that they like the Niners at minus 10 if Saquon's not going to play you could you could certainly understand that handicapping opinion uh and then you know it's kind of got more injury info what's happening with Brandon Ayuk maybe just like organic interest in the Giants at 10 and a half we're basically back down to 10 again so we're kind of right where we started Niners minus 10 is the consensus number basically everywhere uh and the total in the game has only been bet down over the course of the week open 45 and a half now between 44 and 44 and a half depending on where you go mgm hanging a 44 and a half right now and these things kind of they don't move in tandem but they they all kind of make sense right if if saquon barkley is not going to play and the giants offensive line is going to be beat up a lot then that probably affects their ability to both be competitive in the game and score points and so that probably means Niners by a lot, and it means a slightly lower scoring game uh, than we were originally expecting. So sitting 10 and 44, 44 and a half right now. Yeah, I think the total of the game is really interesting. And we talked about this on Monday, right? Like I, I said, maybe it's an overlook in this game, even if Saquon doesn't play, because I think the Niners right. will basically be able to name their score. But then we get news that Brandon Ayuk may not play in the game. He'll be a game-time decision. And maybe I'm kind of overthinking it a little bit here, but uh, Kyle Shanahan was basically asked directly, and I think, Ken, you addressed this earlier in the week, right? I think it maybe it was yesterday with one of our guests. Shanahan yep. asked after the game on Sunday against the Rams, like, wow, like, Christian McCaffrey's basically playing every snap. That's, like, not normally how you run your offense with multiple running backs. And Shanahan was like, yeah, like, I probably shouldn't do that. I think we'll see more Elijah Mitchell in the game on Thursday night, which is probably good for San Francisco long-term, but also probably impacts their ability to score a ton of points and win by margin, Ken, in this specific game. So I've cooled my jets a little bit on the total in this game. I would still would only bet over if I had to bet it just because I think the Niners will be able to score and score a lot. But I think this might be just like a big stay away on Thursday night from a side and total perspective, which thinks which to kick off the week. We'll have some props, but I, think I'm, I don't think I'm going to bet this game side or total. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see. Maybe I'll read some more overnight and and come up with like an angle I like to play the game tomorrow. I mean, it does it does feel like like yes, the Niners should be a very big favorite. Yes, it should be about this. Yes, the total should not be particularly high. Like it just there, it's tough to find a, like a flaw in the sort of the the market, even just with how I think about the game. Like, I mean, the numbers can be what they are. Just like even when I think about it, I go, yeah, like Niners by a lot total. You know, like may, maybe a, a little high at forty four and a half. I guess if the Giants are really going to have trouble scoring. Um, just it's also worth noting we'll do awards tomorrow but the the linchpin of the handicap for betting offensive player of the year this week is gonna is essentially christian mccaffrey and how his usage will change or w will it change based on what kyle shanahan's saying and how much mccaffrey's been used so far if mccaffrey you know let's say he plays the entire season and he gets the type of usage he's got in the front he's gonna run away i mean pun intended he's gonna run away with this award and lead the league in rushing and lead the league in rushing touchdowns and he will win <laughs> like they'll, they'll go 14 and 3 and he'll just win the award that will happen but thursday will be a really interesting test of you know sort of like shanahan's message to the media if it's less McCaffrey, then it's less stats. And if it's less stats, then he can't be the favorite to win the award, even if he's really, really productive. So really just, I mean, a direct award application, you know, one of the best offensive players in the entire league and the really the favorite right now, honestly, favorite in my mind, at least to an offensive player of the year. Does he, does he keep getting the ball as much as he's gotten the first two weeks? Even if you don't bet Thursday night, it's a fascinating thing to follow throughout the game. It affects the handicap of literally the favorite for one of the most popular awards to bet. Here's my Christian McCaffrey story from this week. My wife asked me a couple days ago if Olivia Culpo's boyfriend still played in the National Football League. And mm. it took me a second. I was like, oh, you mean, oh, Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he still plays. He's, qu he's quite good. Yeah. <laughs>
it's, it's, I would actually argue that Christian McCaffrey is better at what he does than what Olivia Culpo does and what she does. And she's great at what she does. I'd actually argue great. that he actually, he actually might be better. He's, he's driving. Better. Yep. He's, he's pretty, hey, not a bad life. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday line movement for week number three in the National Football League. Uh, I'm just going to go right to the Bears game because new reporting is coming out here as it concerns Justin Field. So in case people missed it, there's a lot of like chaos right now over at Hallis Hall. Justin Fields addressed the media earlier today on Wednesday. It's about 3.30 p.m. Eastern time right now on Wednesday afternoon. Fields basically said in a press conference, um, I like. I'm too robotic out there. I need to say F it and go out and play my game. And then he was pressed by members of the media like, why do you think you're playing like that? Is it coaching? To which he responded, yes. Which obviously created like a firestorm in the media because I think like especially locally in Chicago, people are waiting for an excuse like to burn like Matt Eberflus and company like an effigy. Like they absolutely hate this coaching staff. I think people are really done with them. Now Justin Fields apparently is readdressing the media. He's readdressing the media right now, and he's now saying, I that's can play good. better, point blank. When you have yes. to readdress, basically, that's always when, good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the address was not enough. Now we must yes. readdress. Readdress. The address wasn't enough. Now we readdress. No. And I'm going to tell you what happened. Bears PR probably pulled him aside and said, like, you have to go out there because, like, this is going to this is gonna be all anyone talks about for the next couple days. And I think it's probably going to make it worse. But now Fields is trying to absolve coaches saying he's not blaming them. He needs to play better. So this whole right. thing's a disaster right now with, with Justin Fields and, like, the things that he's saying to the media. Also, they put left tackle Braxton Jones on injured reserve. He might be out the rest of the season. Now both their starting left tackle and left guard heading into the year are on IR. The defensive coordinator is away from the team. We're not going to speculate. There's a lot of stuff out there right now. We're not going to speculate just that like something's up i don't know what it is maybe he's back maybe he's not just that it feels like a bad brew right now in chicago with the bears for kansas city Kadarius tony and isaiah pacheco don't practice today that's like a normal thing to happen on a wednesday for a team and then yes. you have the chicago bears uh ken your thoughts here on bears chiefs where do we stand and uh what do you think of the side in total well it's, it's funny right because if i uh you we usually do this exercise i try to show people that you know, trying to predict line movement once you see the story come out should, should be quite easy. Obviously, trying to get ahead of the, the information or whatever is quite difficult. But once you know the information, that usually explains the line move. And then you have stuff like what's going on with the Bears, and you go, well, that shouldn't, like, cause the point spread to move, but it also inspires, like, absolutely zero confidence in anything going on with the Chicago Bears, much less the stuff with the defensive coordinator. That's that's kind of whatever for right now. Um, the market on this game has been incredibly stable. And you have two players not practice for the Chiefs, two pretty impact offensive players, and the, the spread is incredibly stable. No movement on this game whatsoever. The Chiefs were 12 and a half yesterday. We have like the NFL story of the day today, which is Fields talking about coaching. That doesn't change the market because it's not like a player playing or not playing. It's It's not an injury update. It is not viewed as impactful. And then you have like these Chiefs injuries, which is also early in the week. So we're not even sure these guys aren't going to play. So you have all this noise and all this like very interesting discussion topics like the Bears for being a terrible team. They're sure an interesting team to talk about. And yet, despite all that, still Chiefs 12 and a half. We're just going to say we're going to hang out here. We're going to hang out at Chiefs 12 and a half, uh, total 47 and a half. And I, I don't I don't know 
Like if I can offer a ton of analysis on what happened with Fields earlier, it says, well, now here's how you have to bet this game. Um, regardless of what he says or how he readdresses the media, the Chiefs need to be a very big favorite in this game, probably about this amount or more. Uh, and the total probably needs to be about what it is. It implies a very large Chiefs margin of victory. Um, so I don't think anything Justin Fields can say will necessarily change that expectation. Um, I, don't, I don't know, Nick, if you if it made you want to bet anything, anything that's happening today. Well, I, well, actually, I want to ask you that question because this becomes like, it, actually, it's like a fun, like sports fan, like sports radio-y, like first takey, like opinion question. Justin Fields saying what he said, like, I need to stop being so robotic. I need to just say F it and play my game. And when I play my game, good things happen. And like kind of throwing the coaches under the bus, which he's now trying to like get, like, trying to take it back right now in his session with the media right now. Hashtag readdress. Yeah. The readdressing. Does that make you think like, wow, this team's even more disaster than I thought. I think the Chiefs are going to lay it on them. Because I think another train of thought could be, I think at this point, Fields is basically forcing the organization to call more run plays for him and like let him kind of do his thing and let him freelance, right? And let Justin Fields be Justin Fields. Whatever like Luke Getze and company are trying to get him to do is clearly not working. He has like publicly scolded them. He can take it back all he wants. Like the toothpaste is out of the tube at this point. So I think you could maybe argue, Ken, that this might be good for Fields, where maybe he'll be more like what we saw at the end of last year. And I'm not saying that translates to wins and losses. They're not going to beat the Chiefs, but maybe the offense looks better and maybe they're able to backdoor this game or keep it somewhat close. So I'll ask you the question you asked me, like, does, does this make you want to do anything in the game? I like Kansas City, so I'm on record saying that. Does it make you want to do anything? Well, I think the mistake I, I think people tend to make in this situation is when the number doesn't move at all, this stuff, like, makes you want to make a bet. It's like, well, no, like I, I want to make a bet when like there's news and information and it makes the market like turn in an interesting way. It makes the market like move one way or another in an interesting way that maybe I like want to play against. Or if I think the market's going to move and I want to get ahead of it, I want to bet. like if the price isn't changing, then like there is people would be like, oh, well, like now I want to play on the bears. Like why? There was no reaction. Like if field said that and it went to 14. Then you maybe would have reason to play the Bears. Be like, well, the number went to 14 because he gave a press conference to the media. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. And to be fair, like in some big markets, sometimes you'll have games that are kind of lined a certain way and, you know, movement. Just it's more based on info than like an injury or something. And that's the stuff that's interesting to me. Like if the price isn't going to change at all, then I don't really care what he's saying to the media. If the price isn't going to change, that would just be like my thought on the game. Yeah, if I had to bet the game right now. If I had to bet the game right now, like, I guess I would bet Kansas City. Just, I, I have a hard time figuring out, like, how the Bears are scoring 10 points in the game, the way that they played offense so far. And, like, if they want to, and we talked about this on Monday, like, the key to the handicap of the game is, do you think the Bears are going to play offense differently? Maybe you get a little more from that from the field's press conference, I guess. But, man, you're just, it just seems like you're guessing a lot even more than usual. And that's just like not something I'm interested in doing. So it's a fascinating story. It's also fascinating because how are they ever going over seven and a half wins? I feel like I already won. And like they're like they're only zero and two, but I feel like it's just we're done. <laughs> like we got we got it. Like that's how confident I think you could feel about that bet. It's not over. It's a really long season, but man, I feel like that. And uh, so it's interesting for that reason. But just like, does it make me want to make a bet? Well, no, because like nothing is changing the price. Nothing is changing about the availability of any of the players. It's just like really subjective guessing about what like we're trying to read into what he's saying. It's almost like I, if this wheels are really going to come off, I wonder if like he hits the trade market at some point before the trade deadline. I don't know if that's going to happen, but like, I, I don't know. I think all things are kind of possible here with this situation. Uh, Ken, this comes courtesy of Courtney Cronin, who covers the Bears for ESPN. Um, this is the Fields quote. This is the hashtag readdress. 
Not the original address. This is the re-address. No, re uh, yeah. Quote Justin Fields. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches, which is really funny mm. because like, because he, he did. I'm never going to blame anything on coaches. Never going to blame anything on my teammates. I will take every, whatever happens in a game, I will take all the blame. I don't care if it's a dropped pass, and it should have been a pass. Put it on me. Also, I'm playing robotic because of the coaches. <laughs> also, I'm playing robotic. Oh, and why is that, Justin? Because of my coaches. Boy, that boy, so boy, the like, readdress sure cleaned things up real nice. Boy, that made a lot of things better. Nobody's like, going to talk this about is this like, now. This is like a scene from Entourage where, like, you would have, like, I forget <laughs> the name of, like, the woman that Ari always used to feud with, like, the PR sure. person who's just, like, screaming right now, like, what the hell are they doing? Like, how is PR being handled here? On the other right. side, more line movement coming up for week three in the NFL, and we'll start with some injury news impacting the Green Bay Packers.